Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March the 5th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers were one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips as you also better understand by now if you listen to this show for any length of time at all we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth welcome to the broadcast hope you're all doing fantastic it is cinco de mayo by the way and if you can hear the planes in the background man uh, we're in a strange place i am in uh virginia city virginia or virginia beach i guess is what they call it virginia and that's uh, a very cool place, but there's a lot of planes flying overhead and everything. So that's all going on for the live on-the-road broadcast. But I digress at Cinco de Mayo, so today I look for some tamales. I look for some fantastic Mexican fare for food, for feed, if you will. So we'll be checking that out uh, as the day unfolds. And uh, there's a lot going on, so I better get straight to it. We had our guest on, Mr. James Edwards, for two hours yesterday, co-host, guest, if you will. He's well-known for his book called Racism Schmacism. He's an author. He's also known for his incredible talk show called The Political Cesspool. Uh, every Saturday evening, three hours of great talk radio. They call him a racist, but it's a lie. Can he stand up as a white man? Can he advocate for his white race? while not, uh, you know, destroying any other races? Uh, or is he a racist to do that? Every race can stand up for their, um, you know, heritage except for the whites. Is that the way it is in America today? See the dishonesty, ladies and gentlemen? Anyway, James Edwards, phenomenal gentleman. And we talked about all kinds of things yesterday with James Edwards. We talked about this Martin Fox quote, abortion is the slaughter of the innocent. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. Yet we keep hearing, quote, safe, legal, and rare when it comes to abortion. But that's the mantra of the abortion lobby to justify unrestricted abortion for the full nine months of pregnancy. And now they're even going beyond into the born baby world of murder. They're hiding the truth on all three counts, folks. It's not safe. It's not legal, right? It's not rare. That's all a big old lie, ladies and gentlemen. Not even the pro-abortion government and national media are able to cover up the recurring news and instances of botched abortions by Planned Parenthood where women are absolutely harmed. Babies are murdered and women are harmed. And sometimes women even die due to their botched abortions. Anyway, we talked about the leaked opinion on the abortion case from the Supreme Court. Looks like the court will overturn Roe versus Wade. Now, a lot of people think that's going to happen. I hope it does, but I don't have as much confidence as most people. Um, the court case, um, I don't know what you want to say, leaked draft document says we hold that Roe, we must hold that Roe and Casey 
must be overruled, Justice Samuel Alito wrote in a leak draft opinion that has the majority of the justices overruling these decisions. Justice, Chief Justice, I should say, John Roberts, admitted that the case, the leaked opinion was real, but also said that it does not represent the court until it's officially released and says that he's going to hunt down and go after the leaker. Senator Mike Lee, conservatives and legal experts call for justices to leak, I'm sorry, to legitimately officially release the leaked decision. Well, I agree that, you know what, time is of the essence now. The longer that leaked decision stands and the pro-death crowd has a chance to twist the arms of the justices, uh, the worse it's going to look. And they say that our Supreme Court issues rare statement on Roe versus Wade leaked ruling. They swear to have a marshal investigate. Mark Levine says that the Supreme Court Roe versus Wade leak is a great assault and warns that U.S. institutions are going to collapse. The question is, will the Supreme Court be changing their minds or will that really be the released decision? Only time will tell. Matt Staver of Liberty Council doing a phenomenal job as always. He says... Quote, my team was on the front lines exposing Planned Parenthood executives who literally were forced to admit under oath that they were illegally selling the organs harvested from babies. Now, while abortion, pro-abortion advocates testified that there was no question that some of these procedures would have resulted in live births which means consequently murders after the fact, right? And still there was no prosecution for this evil, ladies and gentlemen. So there's no prosecution for literally organ harvesting and organ selling uh, and murder for over 50 years codified by government lies, dishonest media. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't really have confidence they're going to overturn this. I really, really, really pray they do. But let's not clap too hard at the preliminary ruling because, folks, trust you me, the shenanigans of the deep state, you ain't seen nothing yet. They, uh, Matt Staver says this, the court is doing its job if they overturn Roe versus Wade, but now the rest is up to us. It's time to stop infanticide. Amen. Let's pass the, quote, born alive act to help end this brutal reign of terror in radical states across America. Amen to that. I agree with Matt on that. But I, I don't know that the Supreme Court's done their job yet. Let's be patient and see what they really officially release. But in the meantime, let's use all of our influence, ladies and gentlemen, to advocate for the pro-life stance, to reject the pro-death stance. By the way, there's violence outside the Supreme Court now. Planned Parenthood is organizing pro-abortion protests across the country nationwide in addition to already being outside of the supreme court ladies and gentlemen we got to reject the violence we got to reject the pro-death agenda we've got to really stand up ladies and gentlemen because look the abortion industry is the religion of the far left and we've really got to stand against this they are coming unhinged over this and we pray for babies we pray for pro-life across the life spectrum that was our one with james edwards our two we talked about Disney lost 63. Wow, six thirty. How much is this? Billion, 63 billion dollars, 
in market capitalization since going, quote, full woke in Florida. Uh, Ron DeSantis and others doing a good job saying, Disney, you don't have any special privilege anymore. Stop it. But literally $263 billion. Their stock is a suffering. California, on the other hand, expends, expands Medi-Cal, which is equivalent to Medicaid, but in the state of California, to all eligible adults 50-plus, including illegal aliens. Can you believe that, ladies and gentlemen? We also talked about the International Energy Agency demands, quote, worldwide lockdowns to meet, quote, climate goals. Look out for that. I'll tell you what. Sadly, also country Naomi music or country music star Naomi Judd, uh, her cause of death was revealed as suicide. We mentioned that our prayers are with their family. What a horrible end to a wonderful uh, person's life. And, you know, some people are plagued with um, demons, plagued with mental illness and struggles. And um, man, our prayers are with the family. What a sad way to go. All right, we talked about our buddy Mike Brown, great guy, doing a phenomenal job. He was the guy that dared to wear a sticker into the Utah State Capitol to protest a bill, and boy, howdy, uh, the cops uh, literally abused him and hauled him out and did all these things. Well, Mike Brown emailed me, and he says, hey, as of a day or two ago, the case against me is officially dismissed. Thank you, Sam, for all your help. Glad to bring it to light, sir. Glad to be part of the solution, no doubt. And um, best of all for Mike Brown, the question is, are you going to sue? Are you going to go ahead and sue them now and say, look, this abuse, just because you dropped the case, that's one thing. But, man, we cannot let you get away with this going forward. Anyway, that's what we got to really work on. Also, I don't know if you know this, but Bitcoin, we're going to talk about this uh, here in a couple of minutes with our buddies from uh, RushCoinAndGift.com. Bitcoin tops $40,000 after Musk says Tesla could use it again. Wow, so Tesla was on Bitcoin, made it go up. He dumped Bitcoin, made it go down. Now he is, says it can be used again, making it go up. you got to ask the question, what does that all mean? Well, here's what it means to me, and this is why I'm against these fiat currencies in the first place, folks. <laughs> Don't dip your toe in the crypto is what I like to say, and I'm sticking to it, baby. But look, why would one man, Elon Musk, I know he's one of the richest men in the world, supposedly, I get all that. But look, he is in the Bitcoin, and all of a sudden it goes way up. He's out of the Bitcoin, and it goes way down. Do you want, let me ask you this question, folks. Do you want your financial wherewithal or well-being or whatever you want to say, financial investments, stability, whatever, all tied to one man, Elon Musk? Uh, any currency that could be manipulated by one man to such a degree is dangerous indeed. What goes up must come down is the point. So to y'all who think you're getting rich, you can get broke just as fast as you got rich. Uh, that's what fiat currencies do, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's paper or whether it's EFTs or whatever it's digital this or whatever that or, you know, blockchain this or wh whatever words you want to put in place. I'm telling you right now, don't dip your toe in the crypto if you want stability in your finance. All right, Brian Russ coming up. We'll talk to him next hour, by the way. We've got Chris Carlson going to be joining me. We're going to be talking about Elon Musk more. Is he your friend? I don't know. He's a self-proclaimed socialist. How's that for starters, huh? All right. Sam Bushman live on the road. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media 
that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio on the road. I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia beautiful out there i'm telling you right now wow what a cool place to be in i'm telling you all right we've got brian ross restaurantgift.com his family's been educating folks about precious metals for decades rust or brian rust i'm sorry restaurantgift.com is the man of the hour i call him dr honest money because whenever he's with us we have the honest money report welcome to the broadcast sir Thank you much, Sam. Glad to be with you. I'm glad you're having a, a good time out there, kind of moving from here to there. Yeah, man, it's fantastic. We're telling the tale of liberty all up the East Coast. It's kind of a fun deal. Kelly Finnegan with us as well, senior chemist and more, joins us on air. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. All right, there's a couple of things going on that I want to talk to you guys about. Elon Musk uh, is in and out of the um, I don't know what you want to call it, digital currency discussions. Bitcoin went way down when Elon got out um, a while ago, I don't know, a year ago or something like that. And now he's saying, well, we might be using Bitcoin again. And boom, it goes way up to over $40,000. Kelly first, what do you say, sir? Well, people like like Elon are called whales. And they're people that, I, I can't remember, there's a very large percentage, it's like 80% of Bitcoin is owned by a dozen people. So if they decide to cash out and make some money, then that's going to hurt everybody. And, and people will always buy in when it goes up and then they'll panic when it doesn't do anything or goes down and then they'll sell. And, and Bitcoin has never gone through a recession. And so we're going to see how it really does here. Brian, your thoughts. 
Yeah, I agree with Kelly. I think that's it. It seems like the, the following of these, like Elon Musk, those that follow Elon Musk in all aspects of his uh, Teslas, uh, you know, whatever his, his business practice, you know, uh, where he's headed. It's kind of like there's a number of uh, people out there. It seems like when they kind of say stuff, obviously your Fed chair, when they tend to say some news, regardless if it's right or wrong, things t- tend to change. Uh, so it's, you know, I, 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 he's one of the guys. I mean, people are following him. His, he seems to be the big, the big uh, savior out there in the in a lot of these markets, or I guess uh, uh, destroyer. I guess in a sense by just what he what he prints or says. Or you know, it'll be interesting to see what how how this Twitter thing works. If he's gonna he buys that and takes it public and all the other. It's it, it, you know, but he's he's one that's definitely followed. Uh, Kelly, are you familiar with the fact that Elon Musk is a self-proclaimed socialist? Yeah, he is. I don't think people realize that. But he's also, uh, he's almost more like an anarchist. But he, he really believes in, in free speech and, and uh, you know, he, he really is more of a libertarian, but he is a socialist. Uh, that concerns me when a libertarian slash socialist slash anarchist guy into the cloak of socialism because he says i'm not really the kind of socialism that wants to redistribute the wealth uh, the problem is how do you you know deal with that at some point all roads lead to communism i don't know if they know that when it comes to these isms and everything else um look if you're not for a constitutional republic you're really uh, on the road to socialism slash communism in some way shape or form and so i appreciate that he means well but on one hand he buys twitter says he wants to be a free speech advocate on the other hand he's thinking about a fee uh, to become a Twitter leader, speaker, you know, you'd have to pay for your free speech with Elon. So that's kind of an interesting twist. Now, I'm okay with the capitalism idea on this, but let's not preach free speech, but yet we're going to then create a, what do you want to call it, a digital firewall? Uh, you pay to play, Brian? Well, yeah, no, I, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, there's money to be made there. So I guess, okay. you, you know, you you buy the, you know, buy this uh, Twitter and there's money to be made. Sure. So, can I, can I we'll say something on that? Yes, sir. Well, I, the paywall, you know, that makes makes a lot of sense, really, because then you don't have a lot of corporations that are putting ads on there, and that that your company is funded by big corporations. It's funded by the people that use it. So there's a yes. There's a, I, don't, a I don't have any problem with the paywall. I don't have any problem yeah. with the payroll paywall. But when you're doubling down in this defense of quote free speech. And then you're going to create a paywall. At some point, you kind of got to go. Okay, well, what's that all about, right? Well, let me ask yeah. you though: Do you have you do you have big corporations though? I mean, obviously, those with more money are going to make kind of uh, you know bigger you know agendas out there or something because they have the more money. We'll, we'll pay. Yeah, we we'll don't know. Than, Maybe yeah, we don't know how the paid accounts pay. are going to work. Right. That's the problem. We don't know how the paid accounts are going to work. The question Brian's asking is, hey, if you pay, if you got the cash, does it make a bigger splash, Kelly? Well, and also, you know, people don't realize there's uh, – Elon Musk has a big uh, – China's got a – there's some on Elon Musk. So is he going to allow people to say anything against China if they could threaten to take away his his automobile industry in China? Good his point. precious metals that he needs. So, you know, <laughs> that then – you're getting into what's really free. 
Yeah, and and that's the problem. And so I get it. I'm just concerned when a socialist can literally say, "I'm out of Bitcoin," and my if I'm a, if I'm a digital investor there in Bitcoin, my profits tank. Then he says, "I'm in. We might use it again." And boom, I'm a rich man again. I don't like this <laughs> idea that Bitcoin tops forty billion or forty thousand dollars when Tesla just simply says, "Ah, we could use it again." Boom! It just skyrockets. Man, I don't like tying my but wealth to a single socialist is really the bottom line, Brian. Right. Yeah. There's some. There definitely could be some some big swings here and there. I mean, we're seeing you know swings in the in the you know the metal markets and 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 so on. But it's you know anything that can be you know manipulated you know is always a problem because then it's you know I look at the stock market and so on. Well, there doesn't seem to be a big problem, but boy, they can sure you know things things can sure Right, you know, climb and and go down on the parameters that used to be the the fact of you know news, this news, this news is going to drop. Boy, it's really going to go down. And today, I mean, we have all this news, uh, uh, you know, pushing against you know the metals and various things like that, which should drive these metals and and the demand as people buy into them and so on. But they just manipulate and so on. They're fine for it. Oh, we can do this, and it's you know or illegal trading or Congress has they can make their money in the stock market because they can. Get get the inside trading and and, the, and others can't and I mean it's it's just a it's a racket you know it's it's and it's sad that it's it's they're able to do that so is this one more thing so amen we'll to that last week gold was eighteen ninety two thirty what's it looking now Brian now Brian I jumped up to nineteen eleven ten so it jumped up nineteen dollars on the obviously the the raise in rates so but yeah. What is it again now? How much? 1911. 1911. Wow, 1911. That's interesting. All right, silver? Uh, silver, it's interesting. Silver went up six cents from last week, 23.26.26. And has that changed uh, what you can actually get a silver eagle for or not really? Uh, no, they're still they're still upwards around the forty dollar range, thirty nine dollar range, yeah. So they're really um, even. The spread's even bigger now because it, the silver's kind of dropped a little bit. What is it, twenty three, twenty six? Uh, but yet it takes almost forty bucks. That spread's getting a little bigger, isn't it? Yeah, the the, the spread's uh, yeah hanging on and and. Uh, you know, obviously, the you know the government want wants people to buy their metal, but that they you know there's been factors that has caused you know maybe you know the metals you know not as abundant right now, and and uh, <clears throat> people are are still buying. I mean, they're still still buying what they can get. So yeah. What do you what do you say about that spread getting bigger, Kelly? Is that something to, to watch? Well, that's the well, that's just tell me what the real price of the metal is, but. Eagles are way higher than, than, say, a maple leaf. So there's that perception that the American eagle's better than a maple leaf, which I don't think it is. But, you know, it, but, but it's, all, it's all about what people move. It's just like, you know, the Bitcoin with Elon Musk. I, the followers, I call them Muscovites, you know, which is another term for somebody from Moscow. But Elon Musk, it's, uh, those people are the ones that are changing the market on Bitcoin just by what he says. So it's the perception is reality. 
And I think that perception is reality, even in hard times, if we have to barter uh, with silver and everything else. I think that people will prize the silver eagle a little bit more and say, hey, it's a U.S. coin. I have confidence that it's got really the right weights and measures to it. Uh, And so I think that perception, as you mentioned, is reality. I think that reality will translate into uh, even a situation where barter is required, even a situation where we depend on the metal more than it being an investment for now. When we depend on it in real time, in real life, that perception will persist. When we get back, let's ask Brian and Kelly about that. It's also the National Day of Prayer. Did you all know that? We'll talk about it all in seconds. You are listening to Kelly Finnegan and Brian Rust. RustCreditGift.com on Liberty Roundtable Live. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Donald Trump Jr. appeared Tuesday before the mostly partisan House Committee investigating January 6th. Reports from the interview say it was largely uneventful. The interview lasted about three hours and was described as very cordial. It should be noted House Speaker Nancy Pelosi created the House Select Committee last year and refused some Republican leaders to be on the committee. In 2019, there were over 625,000 abortions in America. Pro-life people see the cruelty in this procedure. Pro-abortion people claim their body, their choice. Without mentioning how many lives could be saved if abortion rules are moved to the state level, President Biden is putting the abortion topic on President Trump supporters as extremists. What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. When the Federal Reserve raised interest rates as it did Wednesday, the impact doesn't stop with U.S. home buyers paying more for mortgages. The fallout will be felt in poorer countries around the world. The impacts abroad range from higher borrowing costs to depreciating currencies. As we're all witnessing the spike in crime over the last few years in America, Republican leadership want more well-trained cops on the streets and less defund the police movement. Homicides are up sharply since 2020 in multiple U.S. cities. Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell says Democratic policies are not supporting law enforcement. Elected officials sworn to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution have chosen instead to amplify distrust of the men and women who work every day to enforce our laws. 
He adds there is a staffing shortage for police officers across America that needs to be addressed as well. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk, walking right along on your radio. Hope you're doing fantastic. I'm on the road in Virginia Beach, and, man, it's beautiful out there. I went to an incredible restaurant last night, man, and I had uh, I had some of that she-crab soup. Absolutely deliciousness. I'm telling you right now. Uh, anyway, I digress because it's so fun on the road. We've got Kelly Finnegan with us, and we've got Brian Russ with us. RussQuinnegift.com doing a phenomenal job as always. I call Brian Russ Dr. Honest Money because whenever he's around, we discuss the truth about money. We're talking about honest money now. Gold, 1911.10 is what gold's looking like. Silver, $23.26. And, you know, there's a big spread between the 23-whatever spot price of silver uh, and the real price is silver eagle, silver dollar, 39 bucks plus. Uh, and Kelly Finnegan highlighting the reality that, you know, there's a premium on the Silver Eagle because people have this perception that, hey, it's worth more because it's American. Probably not factual, not based on metal reality. But you know what? Perception becomes reality oftentimes. And I'm saying that'll probably carry through, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when you have to barter. Uh, will that perception persist or will you just lose the kind of wealth the perception tempted you into uh, in the beginning is the question. Uh, Brian, then Kelly. Well, I think, you know, it's hard to say. One of the things that we've noticed in, in past times is as, as the markets tend to climb, usually you don't see those uh, margins. So, I mean, if a person, you know, has a silver round or as a person have a silver eagle, you don't, you're, not, you're not getting the percentages that you, you – know, when you bought it, there may have been, a, you know, an 8 or $9, $10, whatever it is spread uh, or higher. When it when it you know when we were around the fifty dollars in silver, that spread was not as not as wide. It just not as tightened up to where you were the trading per ounce was per ounce pretty close to that. So so I I tend to get my clients as they come in. You know what's your best best buy? Is it the Silver Eagle? Well, I'm not sure it is. Uh, you know, silver per silver, you know, ounce per ounce. Uh, the round is still going to be negotiable, tradable, and so on. Some people still like silver. It's because it's a silver dollar, you know, they like that. Some people buy the old silver dollars, and they don't have an ounce of silver, so they they buy that just because it's you know it has that nostalgia, I guess. And we used to use it, and so on. So there's various ways to think about it. Kelly, well, and like Brian says, I've seen it where you know when it gets high, and if you go to sell it to a dealer, you're going to get the same price if it's an eagle or a maple leaf or even it's just a silver round, but the eagle doesn't say it has three nines fine silver. It just says one ounce fine silver. But a maple leaf says it's got four nines pure silver. It actually tells you what the purity is. So, and, and it's funny, people don't know that. I'll say, show me on the on the eagle where it says how, how pure it is. Well, it's right here, and they, and they can't find it. I said, no, they never put that because they were putting copper in it originally. So, you know, just a little bit, 0.3%. But um yeah so it, it's whatever people want but i i you know i i'm afraid sometimes like brian says i try to help people out it depends on what what their outlook is are you looking you know for long term or short term or whatever yep all right so your favorite is the maple leaf 
Yeah, definitely. All right. What about you, Brian? Yeah, I just like it all. <laughs> <laughs> you just like it if it's not fake, if it's real, real metal. Huh? There you go. That's exactly right. I, I, you know, well, I we just, know. You know, I, it's a matter of the, the fiat currency and so on. And I, I'm. That's why I'm just I'm buying metal. I mean, I, I'm getting a lot of people buying product in in all areas and and so on. And I'm just chasing it, basically trying to get the metal as far as you know, getting in what I can buy at reasonable prices and trying to keep prices where they can be. But I just keep t- telling the people need to get in the game. I mean, it's not not so much, you know, why should I buy now? It's coming down or it's, it's dropped. Oh, I need to get in a little. Well, not, no, I think you just need to be protecting your, your paper assets by getting in the game. And that, you know, a little bit a day, a little bit at a time. You can, if you buy one a week or whatever it takes, you know, what you can afford, it's important to maybe have a little bit to put away because that's peace of mind. So. Well, here's what I would do. I'd whisper in Elon Musk's ear, tell everybody that Bitcoin sucks, will you please? And then he'd say that, and then it would go down, and I'd buy myself a bunch of Bitcoin, and then I'd be like, why don't you come back and tell everybody Bitcoin's incredible? And then they'd do that, and then I'd take my money out of Bitcoin if I doubled my money on the Elon scandal, and then I'd go ahead and buy constitutional currency. With it. That's what I'd do, Brian. Well, you know what? Right Kelly? might be at the bottom right now. That's the deal. Maybe we're at the bottom. Well, it's right. very likely because we haven't seen it be a whole lot cheaper than this for quite a while. Um, and, you know, I guess where is the bottom? When I was a kid, I bought a bunch of silver for $4.16 an ounce, man. Right. You know, it might be I remember that. in nominal I remember. terms, it's more money. But when you compare it to what the dollar has lost in the last right. 20 years, it's half of what it was. It's really probably $10 an ounce. Yeah, so when you compare it to the the uh, relationship to gold, too, Brian, that even makes Kelly's point stronger. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, All right, did you guys hear it's the National Day of Prayer today, Kelly? What's that? Any thoughts on it? It's the it's the um, National Day of I'm Prayer sure, today. I'm sure the Biden administration they've really been pumping that out, haven't they? Oh, big time, man! Uh, Joe's on his knees, yeah. man. Yeah, so just and, praying and to the Almighty. Nancy, I'm sure he and Nancy are at mass today. <laughs> what do you say to this, Brian? Looks like the American Family Association, American Family Radio is what it's called. AFR says they will carry the National Day of Prayer broadcast um, this evening from seven to eight thirty Central Time. And if you don't listen to one of their terrestrial radio stations because it's not in your area, you can do it online. But in a time. When many of us struggle to know how to pray, it's important that we focus on the day of prayer, gentlemen. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, there should be more of this. Maybe we can get Elon Musk on board to help to raise this, and we can maybe get prayer back where it needs to be. I mean, we've taken it out of about everything. We can't use the in, – in schools, you know, our agenda's changed in schools. To, instead of uh, there being a God and that we can, you know – you know, or, or taking it out of, you know, where you do the Pledge of Allegiance, but we got to take God out of that. We don't want them to, to but boy, we can definitely, they can put their agenda in, the, you know, the, the LBGQ and all, all the things that they want to uh, teach and, and uh, start to implement into these children's brains. I mean, it's 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 very interesting that we we take God out of the equation completely, and I think that's one of the biggest problems we have in this in the world today. Interestingly enough, uh, if we move to digital currency, Kelly, 
Uh, right now, even on our paper money, not that I'm supportive of the fiat currency at all, but it does say in God we trust on it. If we go to these EFTs or if we go to this digital <laughs> currency, if we jettison the dollar, if you, you know, hey, we're not going to have in God we trust on anything, are we, Kelly? No, and, and I'm kind of with Teddy Roosevelt. He was against putting that on the coins because um, he said, look, you know, look at these coins are with God's name on it. You know, they're used to pay, pay prostitutes and gamble and, and I don't want to associate God in those places. So the, the date on there, though, tells you who, who God is. When you say the date, what does it say? In the year of our Lord, well, right? Well, like, yeah, the year on it. How do we base our the date of everything? Yeah, in other words, after, if, it's, after, if, it's, if it's 2022, that's based on Christ's Yeah, birth, so right, right there right? we're acknowledging God right there. What do you say, uh, Brian? Is that enough? No, I don't think it is enough. I think that we need to, you know, you know, keep standing up for what is right, things that are right, and you know, and, and the God and and uh, those those, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, his his role in our lives and 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 just things that you know the, that matter. I mean, the commandments and just all these things. I mean, we're fighting right now with with Roe versus Wade and this abortion and. And we believe in in not taking life, but others, you know, obviously the opposition in all things, you know, Satan and his plan is to destroy life. So there's this divide. And so I'm all about our Savior, Jesus Christ and, and God and and and, uh, and his agenda or his role in our lives. And then Kelly does bring up. Sorry, Go ahead, Kelly. Something that got stuck under the rug is there was that. Uh, high school football coach in Washington who would pray on the field after a game just voluntarily. And that was, he couldn't, that he couldn't do that. That went to the Supreme court, but we didn't hear about that because they leaked this Roe versus Wade thing. Right. It's kind of interesting. It's certainly uh, to Kelly's point. It is the battle uh, that we face in America and the culture war, you know, Hey, how much do we acknowledge God? Do we acknowledge God enough? Do we draw near him with our lips but our hearts are far from him kind of a discussion kelly yeah i agree i you know i i unfortunately i see these people driving around with their in god we trust license plates here in utah but boy they'll flip somebody off you know if they pull out in front of them or go too slow or something so uh i unfortunately i think we wear it on our sleeves and our patriotism sometime but down inside um when it you know the metal hits the road then you know, you know the rubber hits the road it's 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 not there that deep well we pray that our true repentance to god is genuine our nation's survival depends on it my dear fellow americans remember that quick pause kelly bryan and sam in seconds on your favorite talk station for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? 
please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey. Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Brian Rust, and Mr. Finnicum, Kelly Finnicum with us. And Kelly mentioned right before the pause something that I want to get into, uh, and that is this coach that wanted to pray. Does he have the right to pray? Well, man, they fired him for it. I'll tell you that right now. He wanted to go on the 50-yard line and voluntarily pray to thank God for what the students have done on the field and what they do in their personal lives and pray for everyone and everything. And uh, they fired him for it. Now the battle goes all the way to the Supreme Court, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine that. But it's being eclipsed by the abortion debate, that's for sure. But it is front and center right now at the Supreme Court. Did you know that? But listen, it was, it was after watching the sports film Facing the Giants. Are you guys all familiar with that film? If you're not, you need to watch it. It's incredible. But anyway, it was after watching this sports film Facing the Giants that Joseph Kennedy, then the new coach for the high school football team in Washington State decided, hey, he was inspired to pray. Well, now it's being debated before the Supreme Court, uh, and the arguments are interesting. Kelly? Well, like I said, I think that this whole leak thing was to get that off the, out of the papers um, but, but and to stir people up. So, yeah, it's, it, it was on his own time and afterwards, and it was voluntarily done, and if players wanted to come and do it, they could, and they weren't punished if they didn't. So, you know, it, it, but that's where the pendulum has swung. Now, they say they're debating this right now, and the right. question is, is he free to act? In other words, were his religious practices coercive, ladies and gentlemen, or were they constitutionally protected? That's the debate for Coach Joe. Brian? Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, it, there's such a double standard. I mean, it's, it, I mean, this person ought to be able to go out and, and kneel and pray. Uh, I've seen plenty of, plenty of these uh, athletic events, football games, and others where these uh, groups, two teams come together midfield, those that want to come out and kneel and, and uh, pray together. Uh, which is great. I mean, we we look at a 
an agenda by perhaps a number of these teachers in their in their classrooms and their agenda, but yet you don't hear much about them or, or uh, you know, other than parents saying, hey, this is wrong, but you don't see the groups of parents and, and interview the parents of what, you know, what's going on in the teaching uh, of this agenda of some of the things that they're teaching, which is ludicrous, if you ask me, uh, teaching these young uh, five-year-olds or four-year-olds and, four and five-year-olds certain principles. So it, it's a, a very double standard that we, uh, you can do this, but you can't do that. And we're going this road and you can't say anything about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a right's wrong, wrong's right kind of thing. It's certainly an interesting dynamic, Kelly. And I certainly uh, appreciate you bringing this story up because it's critical. And there's so many stories in the news. It's hard to focus on all of them, but this is a fundamental one in my opinion. Uh, you know, some would say, listen, why don't you just shut up coach? When you go home, you can pray all you want. Uh, or somebody would say, you know, hey, um, you can pray in the locker room, uh, but don't dare pray publicly on the field. This is a show of religion, a force of religion by uh, a coach who's hired by the school system. So it's a government school sanctioned prayer. Uh, he was fired for praying on the field. The debate rages, though, because, look, is his religious practice coercive or is it constitutionally guaranteed or protected? And that's really kind of the debate here, I think, is how public can you be and what position can you be? Um, you know, do you have to leave your politics or do you have to leave your trust in God or your faith uh, at the door? And that's really the debate here. When you get hired as a coach, do you lose your constitutional liberties, your religious liberty? Uh, Kelly, that's really the heart of the debate, right? Yeah, and I think it's funny. They tried to separate church from state and show me where it says that in the Constitution. But the thing was that the states could make laws. Like Maryland was a Catholic state. Uh, Pennsylvania was a Quaker state. And so different religions had different states, and the state could set the religion. Religion, But the national government never set a religion. So in Christianity is not a religion. It's a belief, but it's not a religion. So there's the, the problem. And, and, and socialism, communism is just as much a religion. Atheism is a religion. So, you know, you, you can't have them both. So it's funny, like the Roe v. Wade, it's like my body, my choice. But, boy, you've got to get a vaccine. You don't have a choice. You know, so you can't have it, you can't have it both ways. Brian, you want to chime in on this one? Sorry for the delay. Sometimes I start talking to my mutes off. Jeez. No, that's all right. I mean, I, I think Kelly has has hit hit some yeah key points. I mean, they they pick and choose. So uh, you know, and boy, you got all the, all the you know these movie moguls and all them stepping up and all this da 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 da. Okay, great. So they get a voice, but you know, uh, you know, a lot of us don't get the voice, and so it's 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 interesting that their agenda kind of oversees. And but it, yeah, I I agree. I just think that. Uh, you know, I think uh, there's there's these factors that come into play. I mean, it, and uh, for them to to force us to to do this, I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. Take away our rights and so on, and and it, and it's it, you know, as far as Christianity, I mean, there's there's some of these countries and so on. They they seek out those who are Christians and just kill them on the street. So I mean, and that's okay because yeah, I mean, they shouldn't have, have the right to believe in this Jesus Christ. So. <clears throat> And my take on this is I don't believe that it's coercion of any kind. I think it's constitutionally protected. And the reason that I say that is, you know what? You can get up and walk out 
You can not close your eyes or fold your arms. You don't have to say amen or put your assent uh, to the prayer at all. Uh, oftentimes these prayers are silent prayers or people, you know, on the field or whatever, or it's a huddle and people voluntarily join and everything else. I don't believe you lose your rights because you uh, work for a school or because you take a job or because you work for government. I don't believe that you have to jettison your faith, jettison your uh, moral values or your constitutional convictions or your religious convictions or whatever. I don't, I don't believe you need to check those at the door. And, and I would submit to you that if we are forced to jettison all those at the door, then we're being forced to practice the religion of no religion. I don't know if you could call it atheism, uh, but it would be no religion. I don't know if you'd call it deist or I don't know if you'd call it uh, agnostic or whatever. I don't know what term to use, but you'd be literally forced uh, for no religious convictions, no belief, nothing you could turn to. Uh, and that in and of itself is a religion of, uh, what do you want to call it, materialism or a religion of statism. humanism, statism. Statism dictates what you can believe. So you believe in the state. Yeah. So that in and of itself is a religious push, Brian. Yeah, you're right. I think you've got a good point, Sam. I just I fear for I fear for for instance in the in the in the school room, you know these these young young people. I mean, do they are they going to know that? Look, I'm standing here, and there's a lot of them that probably will or so on. But at the younger ages, they're teaching and so on, are taking away their rights as a result, and they're afraid to stand up. What's going to happen to me? Do my Will the teacher send me home? Will I, you know, all these things perhaps of the agenda of maybe against what this younger person feels or agrees. Kelly, this kind of reminds me beyond just prayer. Prayer. But religious convictions in general. You mentioned the separation of church and state. And we somehow want to believe that we can just force belief out of society that you know what you're welcome to do this at home but certainly not in the public square and i believe that most christians in their efforts to be kind and to get along and to you know work together and to, to not be controversial or not be confrontational or whatever else we've backed away from this at first with good intentions but i think that their true colors are showing now and uh, we by being polite being kind trying to get along I think we've betrayed our God, and I think we need to repent and come to the table and say, hey, we're not going to jettison our religion. We're not going to set religion aside in the public square. We're not doing that because when we do, what happens is uh, we get a coarsening of our society. We get a destruction of uh, things that are all God, family, and country uh, as we let the prayer jettison from schools and from the public square. And look at the repercussions uh, on the news even today. Shootings are up and death is up across these uh, big, you know, states and man, jettison the cops. And, uh, you know, we, we, we've just simply lost our minds and it, it reflects in crime and all kinds of destruction in our society. And I believe us being silent in the public square is really the, there's a cause and effect, right? That's really the cause, Kelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're not willing to stand up for it. And, and if this coach was saying, hey, if you don't get on the field and kneel, I'm going to bench you the next game. He doesn't do that. He invites people to come, which is the proper way to do it. When, when I was in school, we had a girl that was a Jehovah Witness. I remember she would never, you know, she didn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. And if we were celebrating a holiday and we had a party or something, she would leave and go to the library, you know, and and we were curious as kids, but we never treated her any differently because of that, because we didn't understand. But, you know, um, so we, we that's the thing that the 
Christian religion actually allows people to not believe and accept them for what they are rather than belittle them or, or shame them. Even the deists that believe God winds up the clock and then lets it roll and takes off. Even those guys, we, we accept they can think what they want, right, Brian? We do. We accept that. You know, I find it interesting, too, that, you know, the, um, you know, the relief efforts by major uh, churches and so on. I know my church, uh, for instance, they there's a lot of relief giving in disaster time of need. And I think there's a lot of... Uh, uh, leaders of various countries who are very grateful for this uh, for these religious people to come forward and help with relief to so many people in in mass amounts uh, of billions of dollars and boy they're thankful at that time now I don't know if uh, you know if they when it's nice and calm and everything else that they are they turn against you know and 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 vote and and even even Biden, I think, mean, mentioned something about, you know, as they met with church leaders and so was very grateful and considers himself a, a Christian and so on. But at times, he is, his, you know, he's kind of on both sides of that fence. And so I, I don't yeah, know. It's kind of like it's, it's kind of like the children of Israel, Brian. <laughs> yeah. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> when it's going it's good, or, wait, hey, send me back. <laughs> well, ladies gone. and gentlemen, we're about out of time today on the broadcast, but I, I just want to tell you, Kelly Finnegan has agreed to join us weekly on the Honest Money Report with Brian Rustin. And so it's going to be Sam and, and Brian and Kelly going forward. And I really appreciate Kelly's leadership and his thought-provoking commentary and, and his additions to the program. And, uh, you know, we, we need good honest, wise servants of the Republic, ladies and gentlemen, to powwow together. The greatest think tank in the world is on Liberty Roundtable. It's amazing the people that we bring to the table to discuss these sacred principles, to discuss our relationship to our founding fathers and us carrying forward their legacy and understanding um, whether it's money or prayer in school or prayer around the world or freedom to pray, freedom to associate or worship, believe as you want. Uh, remember, you should have freedom of conscience. That was really critical to the founders. This conscience, this agency idea is vital to the preservation of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Kelly, thank you so much, sir. We'll look forward to you being with us continually going forward, sir. Thank you very much. Brian Russ, thank you, sir. Hey, glad to be with you. Glad to have Kelly Ladies with us as well. He's great. Go ahead, sir. No, he's great. It was good to have Kelly with us. Amen to that. RustQuinnandGift.com, ladies and gentlemen. You got a friend in the honest money business. Dr. Honest Money, Brian Rust. RustQuinnandGift.com. I'm Sam Bushman, ladies and gentlemen. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. No doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast from May fifth, 
in the year of our Lord, 2022. It is indeed Cinco de Mayo, which means I'm going to look for some incredible tamales and Mexican food uh, today. And uh, we got to celebrate all cultures and everything else, right? Uh, anyway, it is the National Day of Prayer, ladies and gentlemen. Please pray for our constitutional republic. Our goal to promote God, family, and country and to protect life, liberty, and property using the Constitution and the checks and balances that made America great. Please pray for America. Please work hard to defend the freest, the greatest country on the face of the earth. Quickly, it is the National Day of Prayer, and the American Family Radio Organization is highlighting the National Day of Prayer broadcast this evening. Uh, And um, Dave Butts, I don't know if you know who that guy is, but Dave Butts is the chairman of the board for the National Day of Prayer Task Force, and he's also the president of um, what they call, what's this thing? Harvest Prayer Ministries. And he uh, has a prayer for America. He says, let us pray. He says, Father of all that is, I bow before you acknowledging you as creator and king over all. As I come to pray for my country, I realize that the prophet Isaiah told us that the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are regarded as dust on the scales. That's Isaiah forty fifteen. No great empire or humble province lasts forever. Yet your will brings nations into being and uses them as instruments for your purposes. The Apostle Paul told us, From one man, he, God, made every nation of men, that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he determined the time set for them and the exact place where they should live. Acts 17.26 I thank you for calling into being the United States of America. I am grateful for the godly foundation laid by men and women of faith who built into the very fabric of our country a commitment to freedom. That was seen as being a gift from you. Thank you for the sacrifice of so many throughout the years who gave time, effort, and sometimes their very lives to preserve and to protect that freedom. With no lessening of my appreciation for this nation, I also realize that we have fallen short of our promise. We have increasingly depended on our own strength and wisdom rather than that which comes from God. We have often catered to the wealthy and have ignored the poor and afflicted. We have failed to accept all life is a gift from you and have treated the unborn, the ill, and the elderly with increasing contempt. In spite of our stated values of equality and justice, we continue to harbor racism and injustice within our society. Most of all, we have turned our back on you and have sought to live as though you were not. We face troubling times. Our economy has been damaged, and many of our citizens are hurting. Our nation is fractured and badly divided in so many ways. The issues faced by our leaders are enormous. Grant them your grace and peace. Fill them with your Holy Spirit and give them wisdom and discernment in this critical hour. Lord, we repent. Please pour out upon our nation a spirit of repentance. Help us turn away from sin and turn back to you as we seek your face. Would you revive your people once again? Would you you empower your church 
in this nation to be the salt and light that you have promised us to be? Will you help us to love thee with all of our mind, our heart, our soul, and our strength, and to love one another with deeply, with kindness and goodness? Make us one, Lord Jesus, as you and the Father are one. Holy Spirit, teach us how to honor and respect one another and to journey together with one heart. That is the heart of Jesus. Transform us into image bearers of Christ who bring glory and honor to our Father whenever we speak or act. Father, in these days of decision, fulfill your purposes for our nation. I stand in prayer with my brothers and sisters in Christ and recommit the United States into your care. Restore to us the vision of being a city on a hill, a place from which the light of Christ can shine to the nations. May we be a nation whose God is the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I know that took a little bit of time, ladies and gentlemen, but I really wanted to kind of highlight that prayer because I believe it's so critical for our nation. You know, the pro-life issue I've highlighted is one of the keys to the success of the greatest country on the face of the earth, and I still believe that with all my heart and soul. But I also believe that a nation who prays together stays together. A nation who really can work together in prayer and humble repentance will be a successful nation, ladies and gentlemen. That's really the bottom line. All right, without further ado, Chris Carlson is with us. And uh, Chris Carlson is normally with us either on Fridays or Saturdays, but I've asked him to be on today because I'm live today, and I don't know how many days I'll be live while on the road. Uh, but nevertheless, Chris Carlson's with us. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Thank you, Sam. Without God, we cannot win. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir. Amen. I appreciate it. And we'll get to the topic you have to discuss today. But before we do, quickly, the documentary, a motion picture, if you will, 2,000 Mules, it's the Dinesh D'Souza film, takes proof of 2020 election fraud to a mass audience. Steve Kovac with the article here. The film will be able to be viewed online starting on May the 7th. But understand, ladies and gentlemen, this documentary opened in about 250 theaters across the country. And man, it's getting riveting reviews. Even people who uh, looked at a lot of the vote fraud evidence before and said we don't see any evidence here. Now when they watch the 2000 Mules documentary, uh, they, come, they come in skeptical, come out thinking different. This thing is going to be a barn burner. Uh, and it's available. We're starting a commercial to help promote it as well. 2000mules.com is where you can learn more and get tickets online, etc. Did you have a quick comment about this one, uh, Chris? Well, only that I tried to see it last night. When I arrived at the theater, I was uh, informed that, one, I had to buy the tickets online, and number two, they were sold out. So <laughs> I thought we were going to be able to do a review of the movie this morning, but um, unfortunately, we'll have to postpone that review. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited to see it. He does a great job. I've and we will do a more detailed. Movies. Yes, sir. We'll do a, a a more detailed review of this uh, as soon as we can see it. But as far as I understand, that I've been talking to some people behind the scenes about it as well. We'll see if we can't get Dinesh on the radio with us to talk about it in more detail as well. But understand, I, ladies Sam, and gentlemen, I, they used cell phone digital geo tracking, or si signal uh, tracking, geo fencing. 
and video surveillance tapes about how people uh, literally ran around as mules delivering absentee ballot drop boxes, ladies and gentlemen. They delivered hundreds of thousands of absentee ballots in drop boxes, ladies and gentlemen, unlawfully, um, literally putting a bunch of ballots in that, that have no relevance in reality. They're just simply ballot stuffing going on, and the proof is in the technology, if you will. We know that much so far, Chris. Yeah, and the thing about human nature, Sam, and it kind of segues into what we're going to talk about abortion. I had a discussion with a student the other day, and I actually got in trouble as a public school teacher because I'm not supposed to talk about controversial issues like this. When people see uh, videos of crimes taking place, they have more of an emotional response to them. So it's important that, and and I, I didn't see the movie, so I don't know how much video footage there is of actual voter fraud being uh, perpetrated. But once people see that on film, they can they can relate to it more, and they will have more of a of an emotional response to it. So hopefully we can get a lot of people out to see the movie and raise the awareness of voter fraud that has been occurring in our country for years, but hopefully that's the case. And I was disappointed that he he didn't continue the showings in theaters. I don't know, because his other two movies, the one about Hillary and Obama, I mean, they were in theaters for weeks. Why, why he didn't continue uh, allowing theaters to uh, play them for weeks is beyond me because I like to go out and see movies and you know my wife and friends would, would otherwise not sit down ever and watch uh, a movie we'll go out to a theater and watch it but I'm sure there's reasons for that there are reasons but I will say this though we're all making a difference in our own ways, ladies and gentlemen. This is an example of different people using their talents to, to defend the greatest country on the face of the earth. Dave Butch with an incredible prayer as we pray for America on the National Day of Prayer. Sam Bushman doing radio. Chris Carlson doing radio. Uh, you know, uh, Dinesh D'Souza, obviously multi-talented, making movies. Uh, you know, everybody has their role to play here uh, in uh, protecting the greatest country on the face of the earth. Brian Rust. And Kelly Finnegan, last hour, honest money, and their discussions of the free market and all those kind of things. Uh, this coach who decided he wanted to pray, standing up for prayer, going all the way to the Supreme Court with his issue, the high school football coach, fired for praying on the field, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, he watched Facing the Giants, again, another filmmaker making a difference, and then this coach decides to use his talents. Joseph Kennedy is his name. So everybody's participating, and we're seeing more and more and more of it. And it's great news, Chris. Well, I did listen to most of the last hour, and you guys did a pretty good job of covering the territory pretty thoroughly. But, you know, as far as Congress's role or the Supreme Court's role in public schools, there is none. There, there's absolutely none. And I'll, we can continue that conversation on the other side of the break. We got some incredible news, man. I'll tell you about it in seconds on your radio. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. 
Small Business Tech Guys has a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, we're sitting in this beautiful hotel room. We're on like floor 12, so we've got a little bit of height going on, right? We've got this beautiful picturesque window, the water in the background, and a whole lot more. And I'm telling you right now, my son-in-law and my son literally just did a parasailing event and just flew by our window. you got to dig it, man. I'm telling you right just Virginia Beach, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, having a fantastic time in the greatest country on the face of the earth. You need to celebrate on Cinco de Mayo, baby. And I'm telling you, <laughs> go get some Mexican food. And just have a wonderful time all day today. Thank heavens for our multicultural society. Pray that we can double down on the God culture, right? That we can really celebrate the Christianity of our founding fathers the legacy coming forward that we need to preserve, protect, and defend with all of our heart, might, mind, and strength, ladies and gentlemen, on National Prayer Day. Chris Carlson's with me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and we're talking about a lot of different things. Um, there, there's just so much to cover, so little time, Chris. Yeah, so if I could just add to what we were ta- discussing before the commercial break, yeah. Congress nor the Supreme Court has any jurisdiction in high school matters. I mean, this is a local matter. <laughs> should be a community matter. Yes, sir. You know, the, the people, and yeah. of course, people should be paying for their children's education. We shouldn't be doing it through the instrumentality, instrumentality of government at any level, like you and I have, you know, with our children, Sam. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, for, for the federal courts and the Supreme Court, for that matter, to be involved in a local matter, to me, is a huge violation of constitutional principles and self-governing principles. Anyway, I yes, just it is. To we're going to jettison my... nationwide vote fraud and say that we can't discuss that because there's no standing. But yet we're going to take a Supreme Court uh, issue uh, where this individual local coach wants to prey on the football field, Joseph Kennedy. And we're going to decide that's a, quote, Supreme Court kind of decision. Look, they're all mixed up, ladies and gentlemen. It is amazing. But our prayers are for the coach and our prayers are that we get the truth on election fraud. That's for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you this. A bitter fountain cannot bring forth 
good water. Neither can a good fountain bring forth bitter water. That's a scripture in the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, uh, and it's found in Moroni 7, verse 11. This starts our discussion today. Chris? Yeah, and of course we're talking about Elon Musk, a very high-profile, very powerful political figure uh, and social figure in our lives today. And a lot of people are putting a lot of... um, a, a lot of hope and a lot of faith in this man that he's going to turn around Twitter, that Twitter will become um, a platform for the exercise of free speech. And I hate to be the guy that bears the bad news, Sam, but I don't think it's going to change that much. And I don't think um, Elon Musk is going to be our political savior in any way, shape or form. I mean, this guy has a history and we should know about it. It's all over the Internet. And we're going to talk about this man. First of all, let me tell you, Joel Skousen says, and I tend to, and I think you tend to trust uh, Joel Skousen's analysis on individuals and his uh, judgment of character as well. He says, Elon Musk is no moral conservative, agreed, but he does have some libertarian leanings, which account in part for his takeover bid for Twitter to fight for free speech on the Internet. And then so I, I found a couple of articles on the Internet. Uh, one was uh, from uh, da, 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 one is from, I'll get you to the website, oh, band.video. Of course, that's Alex Jones's um, site. And it, it, he, there's a list, and it wasn't Alex Jones himself as one of his cohorts that, that compiled a list of, of interesting facts that we should know, especially conservative Christians should know about Elon Musk that might dampen our hopes about him coming forth and becoming our political savior as far as free speech on the platform of Twitter is concerned. Number one, uh, Elon Musk says we need universal basic income because in the future, physical work will be a choice. Now, that doesn't sound like something that will come out of the mouth of a Christian conservative, Sam. And that's just for starters. Um, And go ahead and feel free to interject at any point. I've got about 10 of these I'm going to read. Okay, number two, why did Elon Musk's girlfriend, Grimes, that's an interesting name. Actually, she changed it to just the letter C write a song with these lyrics, and I'll just read a few of them real quick. And this is the person with whom Elon Musk had two children. And by the way, I don't believe that they entered into the sacred bonds of of marriage. Anyway, the the lyrics of this song, I did listen to the song. We won't play it. It's it's really weird and creepy, and it's definitely not something that a Christian would be interested in listening to. What will it take to make you capitulate. We appreciate power. We appreciate power. When will the state agree to cooperate? Uh, We appreciate power. And the chorus goes on. And it talks all about AI, artificial intelligence. And it says, um, people like to say that we're insane, but AI will reward us when it rains. Pledge allegiance to the world's most powerful computer simulation uh, is the future, blah, blah. I don't need to read all the lyrics, but it's just really weird. It's futuristic. Um, And as I I think uh, you probably know, Sam, Elon Musk and those with whom he associates, like Bill Gates, um, there's another one I'm thinking, uh, Bill Gates. uh, Oh, Jeffrey Epstein. And these are some, some of his friends, by the way, he's associated with over the years. Um, They're all about merging man with machine or AI or creating uh, cyborgs out of human beings. So it 
stands to reason that, you know, his girlfriend would be all about, uh, you know, merging uh, people with machines and creating artificial intelligence. So this to me is very, very concerning because as we know, we were created in the image of God and anything that uh, deviates from that divine creation and tries to modify it in a way that uh, is assumed to be an improvement to me is blasphemous and is idolatrous and is contrary to God's will. Uh, if we are patient, Sam, we will become resurrected, perfect human beings, and we will far exceed any capacity that a cyborg, some some human being that is has been merged with a machine or a computer by uh, inserting a computer chip into his brain can ever accomplish. So let me just say that. Feel free to interject at any point here. Uh, so he's all about artificial intelligence and, and injecting uh, computer chips into our brains. Uh, he, uh, oh, by the way, on and on the 2008 World Economic Forum list of young global leaders, you'll find Elon Musk. Uh, number, we kind of skipped over three through seven because it's basically the same theme, uh, artificial intelligence and how eventually man will merge with machines, will become superhumans and, uh, intellectually and physically et cetera, et cetera, which I think we will, but only on God's timetable and under God's uh, rules. Uh, number 10, he parted in 2015. He partnered with Sam Altman in founding a company called OpenAI in San Francisco. Uh, and then that's where Bill Gates' uh, relationship with Elon Musk comes in because Bill Gates invested $1 billion in the company. So you can see that uh, there are a lot of problems on a lot of different levels with this individual that conservatives are looking upon as their political savior. And I don't think we can trust the guy. Uh, Michael Flynn thinks we can trust the guy. He says that uh, in his DNA, Elon Musk is a capitalist. And then I will read my commentary. I would agree that Elon Musk is a capitalist in the perverted, reimagined sense of the word capitalist. In other words, a crony capitalist, which is another way of saying a socialist or a fascist or a communist or a collectivist. You know, pick your label. We've talked about this before. None of which would fit within the God-inspired limitations of our Constitution. I keep hear hearing people compare power brokers like Donald Trump and Elon Musk to the Persian King Cyrus trying to rationalize in their minds that they are instruments in the hands of God in bringing about his purposes. This is blasphemous and idolatrous. Ideas like these are what is bringing the wrath of God down upon our nation. Like Aesop's fable, the fox and the grapes, which we've talked about in the past, Sam, when we cannot obtain what we really want, like conservative leadership, we settle for deep state globalist counterfeits that are presented before us by the lying lips media, thinking that they will save us from the degenerate state that we, through our neglect, born of apathy, have brought about in this country. Did you want to add anything to that at this point, Sam? No, I think you're doing great. Keep going. I just know that Elon Musk is literally a socialist. He literally believes that the digital or the arm of flesh and computers and uh, he, uh, this kind of stuff is the answer. He wants to literally turn us all into cyborgs. You listen to the lyrics of his girlfriend and you kind of begin to understand that they believe that really man-made computers should control the rest of us. So think about an elite group of people who develop high tech should be able to enter that tech in and control we the people, the dumber population. 
And not only that, they believe that their intelligent minds, through their high tech, should be the higher power that would govern us, that we should turn to for our safety and salvation. It's an absolute perverted satanic lie from the pit of hell, ladies and gentlemen. And it's all based on this dishonest eugenics agenda. It's evil. And this is Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was briefly hospitalized following a minor car accident on Wednesday evening. Jerry's son says his dad is now at home resting comfortably. After a leaked Supreme Court document was illegally obtained by Politico, the contents was the nation's highest court might be poised to overturn Roe versus Wade. Vice President Kamala Harris. Roe v. Wade, in its power, has protected a woman's right, her right, to make decisions about her own body for nearly half a century. If the court overturns Roe v. Wade, it will be a direct assault on freedom. If RVW is struck down, the laws on abortion would then be made at the state level. USA Radio News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5500 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5500. Enjoy. The armed man who attacked Dave Chappelle on stage in Los Angeles, California, is an inspiring rapper with a temper. Former neighbors say he is known for creating havoc in his apartment complex. 23-year-old Isaiah Lee was arrested after he bum-rubbed Chappelle while carrying a strange knife that looks like a handgun. One state has concluded tampons must be in every boy's bathroom at school with instructions. Every public school in Oregon will soon be required to provide tampons and other feminine products in boys' bathrooms. In addition, those tampons must include instructions on how to use them. The requirement is in accordance with the state's new Menstrual Dignity Act signed into law by Democratic Governor Kate Brown last year. It mandates that menstrual products be made available in every student bathroom. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to sit here for about a minute of silence and let you know that I'm absolutely speechless. 
from the bottom of the hour. When is Sam Bushman speechless, ladies and gentlemen? Come on now. Anyway, I just, the bottom of the hour, you're literally going to have tampons in all the boys' bathrooms in government communist school. And then they got to have instructions how to use them. Uh, do you dare read those instructions to know how a male uses a female tampon? I mean, I, I, I don't know how to handle this, but, you know, um, uh, I digress. I'm just telling you that I'm absolutely speechless. Before we resume commentary, sorry for the diversion. Chris Carlson, do you want to comment on this? I mean, it, they have lost yeah. their minds. <laughs> just when you think it can't get any more psychotic, they just go off the rails to where you don't even know what to say anymore. Well, you know, I, I would like to comment, but what I have to say, unfortunately, I cannot say over the air. And I don't want you to get kicked off of the radio, Sam. So I'll just keep them to myself. <laughs> I know what I would do as a teenager, and I saw a tampon in the men's restroom. But again, I won't comment on that. I, I don't want to violate uh, FCC codes. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm anyway, just I saying it is so psychotic, it's beyond uh, comprehension. But whether it's the Elon Musk whacked out idea of, um, you know, eugenics, where they literally believe they're elites and they're so brilliant, they're so intelligent that they got to control the rest of us for our own good. And so they want to use literally high tech, the digital world, combined with eugenics, gene modification and more to create a group of elites that will live forever. And then that elite group would then create high tech that would then be injected into the rest of us. And by high tech, would they control us? They would stop our crazy impulses. They would whatever they want to do, stop us from our religious crutch. They would and, and, and they literally envision these cyborg kind of a hybrid computer humans where they would control us via the machinery they put in place and i mean the whole idea is so psychotic it's hard to discuss this is the socialist elon musk that wants to take control of twitter and then charge you for access chris yeah and i heard you talk about that last hour uh yeah i mean he is a capitalist in the sense of crony capitalism I and mean, this guy gets money and i i actually looked at the the amount of money he gets from the government it's really not that much it's about 8.1 million dollars a year i have my doubts about that figure i think he's getting a lot more than 8.1 million dollars i think it's in the billions from the federal government of course we're not talking about sweetheart deals and no bid contracts and tax breaks and all that other stuff that they probably didn't factor in to that compensation but, yeah, I mean, he is an extension of the government in as much as through SpaceX, he's a government contractor. And you don't become a government contractor, Sam, if you are a freedom fighter. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to become a government contractor uh, because that's unfair competition. You're using the uh, monopoly of government force uh, to get money from the taxpayers. And that, to me, is is not right on an ethical level and i would never do that so if he was a, a real christian or a real ethical person he would refuse to participate in that sort of an economic arrangement i would suggest i i hope you would agree but you know speaking and, and we left off on the fact that uh, the media is very friendly to elon musk which concerns me and it should concern everybody else i mean uh they they treat him a lot better than they treated donald trump and i even identified donald trump as a media darling. And he was for years and years and years until he uh, proclaimed himself to be a Republican. And then they, and I think this was more feigned than real. They, they pretended like they didn't like him, but at the same time, and we're talking about Donald Trump at the same time, they were giving him an estimated $4.5 billion worth of free coverage. And that's something they didn't give to Ron Paul. 
if they had given that to Ron Paul, he would have been a two-term president. Anyway, going back to Musk, uh, they give Musk a lot of positive treatment on the media, which should be a huge red flag to people who think that he's a conservative. He's not. If he was, the, 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 the media would not be covering him as friendly as they do and as extensively as they do. So speaking of the media, I would add another aspect of Elon Musk that should concern conservative Christians. Elon Musk is a media creation. The question then becomes, why would the media promote through wide exposure someone who is a threat to their agenda? I can guarantee you that Musk is no threat to the globalist agenda. And then um, Joel Skousen talks about how his morals are very much lacking. When it, when it all, okay, sorry, with it, with it all, conservatives must be careful not to see Musk as some sort of ally to conservative causes. Even if Musk's libertarian leanings are real, his personal life and conduct mirror the libertine side of libertarianism. Do you know what that means, libertine? Somebody who's freewheeling, doesn't have morals, you know, just goes about and lives his or her life uh, in a way that it feels good, basically. Yeah, it's like uh, Potiphar's wife of the Bible or modern times, the hippie movement, live and let live, just love and love and, you know, free love and all this kind of, it's this kind of an agenda yeah. idea. Thus, his girlfriend and two kids and the lyrics she wrote all kind of points to this idea that, hey, they're almost gods in their own rights, if you will. Right, right. Yeah, they, they're self-determined. Not that this they, is they, reality, they folks. This is what they believe, right? Yeah, so he's no, he's no conservative, at least not in a moral sense. Um, Patrick Wood says this about him. Currently, Musk has had two additional children from a girlfriend who is a self-described pagan witch. So the, those lyrics uh, that we read earlier were from his girlfriend who's a pagan witch. Trans, uh, transhuman, and a transhumanist and a technocrat. She was born Claire Elise Boucher. She first changed her name to Grimes, but now addresses herself simply as C, the letter C. Her first male child with Musk was named, and I don't even want to read this. It's a bunch of letters put together, or X for short. Uh, and she recently received a daughter named Exadark Sidereal. Who would name their child Exadark Sidereal, or simply Y? Born to a surrogate mother in December of 2021. Anyway, I mean, this cat and his squeeze have trouble written all over them, Sam. Yet conservatives in this country think that he is going to be their savior. This must sadden the real savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And again, I reiterate the, the quote, the scriptural quote that we started the program with. A bitter fountain cannot bring forth good water. Neither can a good fountain bring forth bitter water. Yet that's what we expect of Elon Musk. We think he's going to open up the floodgates of free speech with Twitter. Um, and he's going to make some concessions. I think already uh, there are a couple of, of people whose names are not at the top of my head that he's already reinstated. Uh, Stephen Kirsch. Uh, does that ring a bell? He's he's a multimillionaire. Yeah, that's right. He's also in, uh, put back on Donald Trump. I bet if I go back on Twitter, they'll let me re resurrect my account as well, which we probably ought uh -huh. to do. Not that I'm a fan of Twitter, but hey, it's it, you know I'm going to embrace free speech at least to some degree wherever it's found. But again, this guy is not a free speech guy. He might even advocate for free speech for a while, uh, but the real telltale sign will be if you watch the blogosphere is the old term they used to use, where you watch the social media or the new media, whatever you want to call it, you watch it in five years. What you'll get is you'll get a reprieve from this big battle of lockdowns. Everybody's panicking. 
they'll back us away with an Elon Musk to where it's like, oh man, we've got freedom again. Glad we can breathe free, baby. It'll be, but yet three or four or five years down the road, it will be a soft tyranny or a soft forcing. It'll be worse than it was when Elon Musk took over Twitter, but yet people won't feel it or realize it because over time uh, they'll change the game. So just watch. If you find that we're more tyrannical and less free speech in three, four, five years than we were when Elon Musk took over, you know what I'm saying is true. It'll take a while to vet this and, and get a reality check on this. But look, the guy's a socialist. The guy's a eugenicist or a eugenics guy. Uh, the guy is a, of an elite group just because of his money. Uh, and because, look, the guys have no qualms taking plenty of money from government. He's built his whole businesses on the back of government. Uh, okay, everything he's done has required massive subsidies, etc. And so a guy like that, look, you will appear to have freedom. But over time, you'll have less freedom than when you started. Mark my words, write it down, and remember who told you first. Chris? Yeah, and, you know, I don't mean to brag, but I sniffed out Donald Trump from the beginning before he, you know, right when he um, declared his nomination. I don't want to dwell too much on Trump because we've beat him up pretty well. Over the last year, but, but but the point is, whether it's Trump or Elon Musk, you know, we act like these guys are outsiders and they're going to really save us or do a lot of good, and they're not. The fact is, Trump and Elon Musk both have incredible ties to the perverted, sex-convicted offender Jeffrey Epstein and his whacked-out girlfriend, right? Yep, he does. Um, and then he supported uh, financially the Clintons, Obama, and California Governor Gavin Newsom uh, with with his. Uh, you know, a large bank account. <clears throat> um, anyway, there are a couple other things. I don't know if you really want to go. I wanted to go into um, this supposed leak, and I have my doubts whether it was an accidental or I think it was intentional. No, it's intentional levels. without a doubt, ladies and gentlemen. They're <laughs> not really going to get to the bottom of it. Look, if you're a Julian Assange and you have real leaks or one of those guys, you know, then you're going to literally run for your life for safety or you'll die. But if you have this kind of a leak, it's kind of like Jeffrey Epstein. Hey, you're going to be protected till the cows come home, and you'll never get to the bottom of the scandal. Hillary probably leaked it, just like she attacked Donald Trump in the elections with no accountability. We've already proven vote fraud with Hillary's election shenanigans, right? All right, when we get back, we want to talk more about this leak and more about Roe versus Wade on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ. Especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. 
Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little, I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Absolutely. Today is the National Day of Prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, pray for the greatest country on the face of the earth. I beg of you. Chris Carlson with me. Without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The fight for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. A discussions of all things liberty, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about is Elon Musk a false flag conservative? Yes, indeed he is, ladies and gentlemen. He's a socialist. He believes in the eugenics movement. Uh, he literally uh, takes a page out of the idea that he is one of the elite. And by golly, for our own good, he needs to control us. That's we the people. Little does he know all roads lead to communism if you don't turn to God Almighty and the sacred cause of liberty. God's way, not our way. We don't decide how it works. God, the author of our liberty, does. We just need to subscribe to the plan of our Father in heaven, ladies and gentlemen. Planned Parenthood is absolutely out of control. And the abortion mill continues on. And I hope they jettison it. I hope the leak is real enough and the court justices stand firm. I don't like it being all in the hands of a, of, of a few robed thugs in the first place. But nevertheless, that's where we are. I pray they do the right thing, but I don't have a lot of confidence. I've told you that from the start. I question the leak where it came from, Chris. Yeah, I do too, and I think it was intentional. I my just my BS sensor just is going off every day with almost everything we hear in the mainstream media, Sam. But let me talk about that leak. When considering whether the leak about the Supreme Court potentially overturning Roe versus Wade, consider the source and remember the scripture that I quoted at the beginning of the show. A bitter fountain cannot bring forth good water, neither can a good fountain bring forth bitter water. How do I know that the Supreme Court is a bitter fountain? And I, and I am comparing the Supreme Court to a bitter fountain. And there may be an exception. Clarence Thomas, he may be an exception to the rule. But I think the rest of those people are deep, deep state operatives. And I like Clarence Thomas. I actually washed windows for Clarence Thomas one time. And that's a different story for a different show. But I had that privilege. But not one of the three. Let's talk about the three that Donald Trump appointed, by the way. And how do I know that they are a bitter fountain? I know that's, that's a very harsh analysis. But not one of the three Supreme Court nominees that Donald Trump appointed during his four-year presidency was asked, nor did they state how they would have voted on Roe versus Wade, except Neil Gorsuch, who specifically stated that he considered Roe versus Wade, quote, settled law, unquote. If our founding fathers had been in charge of these confirmation proceedings, Sam, they would have impeached every one of these Supreme Court nominees and called for the resignation of every congressman and every congresswoman who voted to confirm them. Okay? And I'm going to go on a diatribe here, if you don't mind. And this is a quote from actually a document that, that we covered that I wrote three years ago. And I wrote, Planned Parenthood's combined annual revenue is 
uh, $1.3 billion, including approximately $530 million in government funding, such as Medicaid reimbursements. And by the way, Congress could cut off those funds today. And we've had conservative Congresses periodically over the past, well, my lifetime, and they've never done that. The only thing, then, uh, and this I wrote during Trump's presidency, so it's kind of geared towards him. So forgive me, it's it's not updated. The only thing President Trump would have, but hold on, it is geared done. towards any president, though. Let's be clear, it's geared towards any president of the United exactly. States at the time. Whether you believe that um, Biden's legitimate or not isn't even the point. The point is, the right person in the right position who is the executive of the greatest country on the face of the earth, has tremendous authority. They just need to understand it and exercise it. Here's how, Chris. Yes, this is very powerful. Please listen very carefully because this is exactly what he could have done. The only thing that President Trump would have to do to get rid of Roe versus Wade is to say that, quote, any laws, executive action, or court decisions handed down from the federal level are always have been, and always will be null and void because the Constitution does not grant any of the three branches of the federal government any authority whatsoever over abortion. The states, if they wish, may now rule on this issue. End of quote, Sam. That's all Donald Trump or any president, Joe Biden for that matter, would have had to have said to end Roe versus Wade as we know it today. I, I did that in less than a minute, Sam. And you don't think that any of the presidents who have had four-year or eight-year terms could have found a minute out of their time to make that statement? No, and it's not because they couldn't find time. It's because they didn't have the moral courage or the understanding or the righteous fortitude to do that. And then I, apparently, and then I go on to say, apparently Donald Trump, and now I would call on uh, Joe Biden, could not find one minute out of his busy schedule over the last four years to make this 100% easily provable constitutional statement and forever lay the abortion issue to rest at the federal level, while at the same time nullifying Roe versus Wade. And if he does not understand this simple Tenth Amendment principle, he is not qualified to hold the high office of President of the United States, period. And let me chime in, chime in to make this point. If the president can say, Look, we're going to have a vaccine mandate. We're going to force you to take a man-made experimental serum into your body. He can surely say we're not going to murder the most innocent among us. Can he not? Yeah. Yeah, and he should have. Not only could he have, he has a moral obligation. And here, and I, I go on to say I or you, Sam, or any other person in the United States of America can make this same statement with equal authority to the president because it is not predicated on man's authority, but upon the authority of our God-given Constitution, and therefore, by by extension, God himself. Both the Constitution and God's authority are above that of any man or group of men, regardless of their political office or claimed authority. Roe versus Wade was never valid. It is not now valid and never will be valid under the Constitution because it violates both the Fifth and the Tenth Amendments of the Constitution. Um, not only does the president have the power, but as the chief law enforcement of the office of, excuse me, as a chief law enforcement officer of the land, he also has the obligation to recognize this important fact, Sam. And it frustrates the By the way, out of me. he has a sworn oath to that obligation, Chris. He does. 
and he reneged on that oath. And as such, he should have been impeached by Congress. But Congress is just as ignorant of the Constitution to which they swear a loyal oath before God as the president. And it just frustrates me. And I'm nobody special, Sam. I mean, I'm just a guy. I'm a, just a regular window washer from middle America. And I figured it out. I don't have a PhD in law or a PhD in constitutional studies. How come these highfalutin congressmen who have got these degrees from Columbia and Yale and Harvard, why can't they figure it out? Well, they can. The problem is that their love is money. The problem is that their love is fame and fortune and control. Uh, they have all the wrong allegiances. They have idols of their own making, Chris. And you know what? That stands in the way of turning to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which that's whom we turn to, right? Uh, that's the difference, folks. Not only can you not get uh, you know, good water from a bad stream and you can't get bad water from a good stream, look, people's fruits will show who they are. Okay, how do you know when somebody's a good person? How do you know, Chris? Uh, that by their fruits you shall know them. That's in Scripture. Jesus said that. And um, I, and I would like, if we could, while we're on the abortion issue, I would like to transfer now my focus from the federal government to the state governments because there are 50 state executives now I don't care whether Roe versus Wade is overturned in the Supreme Court, and it won't be. It won't be, Sam. It, it doesn't pass the too-good-to-be-true rule. So let me talk about the states, if, you, if, if we could. Why are the states waiting for the Supreme Court to hand down its decision on Roe versus Wade? I can tell you right now, this will never happen. To the Democrats, this is their sacred sacrament, and the Republicans do not have the moral courage to oppose them. But why are the states waiting for the Supreme Court to hand down its decision? This decision was, is now, and always will be a corrupt misinterpretation of what is referred to as, and have you heard this term, Sam, the penumbra of the Constitution. Have you ever heard that expression, the penumbra? Yes, I have. Yep. Yeah, and a lot of Supreme Court justices today use that terminology to, to rationalize Roe versus Wade. So according to the definition that I was able to find on Google, uh, in United States constitutional law, the penumbra includes a group of rights derived by implication from other rights explicitly protected in the Bill of Rights. In other words, they just made it up. <laughs> they just overinterpreted, over uh, construed what, what was already written in the Constitution to give them other rights that are not expressly uh, written into the Constitution, the penumbra. Anyway, not only is the just so just so people understand penumbra, by the way, Chris, you got to explain the term so people kind of get it. A penumbra, ladies and gentlemen, is kind of like a partial eclipse between darkness and full light. When it comes to a legal definition relating to rights, it's the implied powers by rule or guaranteed by implication. Or okay, you got a partial elimination between a perfect shadow on all sides versus full light. So that's kind of the question about this word is, you know, the term was created uh, by this idea that, well, who's in charge and how do they decide? And that's kind of where the word comes from, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I, for simple-minded people like me, I just say they made it up. You know, they, they in, over-interpreted it. I mean, you could, 
if you can justify killing a baby based on constitutional principles, what can you not justify? You can justify killing anybody. Hey, the pop, we have overpopulation. It's damaging the quality of life. And, you know, according to the preamble of the Constitution, uh, we need to preserve the quality of life for the people. Boom. Now you can just randomly kill people because they're useless eaters or whatever. Yeah, they, they want you to believe that it's part in shadow. You can't just clearly interpret this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. It takes a mind who can understand this scientific term and who can then uh, kind of deal with the shadows and the partial light and the eclipse of this thing. And, you know, because I'm so much smarter than you are, then I can kind of explain it to you. And, you know, that's the way they used to try to make people believe the scriptures or the Bible was as well. Okay, this lie's got to stop. The founders were clear. God's law is clear, Chris. Not in a confusing shadows or part obscured or uh, this kind of thing. That's a lie. And and that's where they've kind of deceived us into believing that we better let the experts handle these discussions, not we the people. Look, the Constitution was written for the average farmer, folks. God's laws are clear. His commandments are clear if we are honest in our review, Chris. And if we're a righteous nation, I mean, this nation was supposed to be founded for the people, by the people, and of the people. And we were supposed to be a righteous nation. And based upon, predicated upon that notion, God would bless us. And to the degree that we deviate from being a righteous nation and serving God, the author of our freedoms, you know, we're gonna lose those freedoms. We've been warned and we're doing this, we're warning people right now, Sam. We need to Amen turn to back that. to God. It is the National Day of Prayer, ladies and gentlemen. Pray for clarity, pray for repentance, and pray for the greatest country on the face of the earth that we can be a light on a hill, not only for ourselves, but for our families, for our posterity, and for the world at large. Chris, final words yours. Sam, without God, we cannot win. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson and liberty-loving patriots everywhere. Continuing our duty, sir. And for Sam and Chris and Brian and Kelly and Cameron and the crew at Liberty Roundtable Live, we declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, BrighteonRadio.com. Donate liberally. Every penny will help us tell the tale of truth in the media. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.